this week on the Roommates Podcast. The victory is not won by the one who takes the least amount of punches. But victory is literally won by the person who's knocked down but gets back up. So that's just something, man, in your romantic life, there's so many, you know, women and men out there who had terrible heartbreaks, women who've been husbands left them and abandoned them with their three children, you know, men who women cheated on them with their best friends, you know, so many terrible stories of domestic violence, abuse, rape, all kinds of horrendous things where people are just sick and tired of love and romance and dating and they're just so burnt out because of the bad things that have happened. And going back to that rule, man, when bad things happen, it's unfortunate and pray and to heal. But don't give up. Don't assume that identity. Get back up in time. Get back up. Yo, what's good, world? It's your boy, Arviz. Chris, start the show, Pepe. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to The Roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of becoming, holistic health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Also known as the best hour of your week where you are. Entertained like a stand-up. Educated like a TED Talk. And enlightened like a sermon, guys. And this week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by our great friends over at Manscaped, guys. Manscaped is the one men's brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming and hygiene. Manscaped on has a lot of great services on their website. Go to manscaped.com, lawnmower 2.0, the plow, body wash, all types of great stuff, fantastic cologne. They have so many great products and services on their website on manscaped.com. They're giving our audience a special 20% off and free shipping. That's a free, Chris? Free. They're giving our roommates family 20% off and free shipping. So, guys, make sure you go ahead and get Manscaped. You want to make sure you're groomed in all areas of your life and you're not neglecting one over the other. And that is manscaped.com. Use offer code roommate, 20% off and free shipping. And, Chris, you are a huge advocate for Manscaped. Yeah, you gotta you gotta keep it clean down there. Yes, sir. I had some uh some people, I mean some women do some reviews on my work. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody was satisfied. <laughs> oh Lord forgive us, but it's all to pay the bills. We are the roommates and guys, make sure you use your offer code roommates at manscaped.com. Link is in the description below as usual. Mr. Below. Fees. Patreon. Oh, Mongo, favorite community of Patreon. So yeah, Patreon is an online community that Hafiz and I created and built. It's a worldwide community where people can come together, link up, share ideas, discuss things about the podcast, what they learn, what they like, what they dislike, and also to connect to one another. So make sure if you want to sign up to our community, the link is in the description below. You want to check it out, meet new people, hang out with people, talk to people from around the world. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yo, what's good? Tell me, play. How, How you been, been man? My chilling. Chilling. You know what I mean? Chilling like a villain. You? What's going on with you, play? Man, you know the usual, just grinding, trying to stabilize life. It it seems as if, you know, it's getting harder at times because always behind things come up. But I'm really excited about, you know, this next season. I really feel as though I'm going to get on point. I got We got a lot of things recorded in advance. Yes, so I'll be able yes. to edit a lot of stuff. It won't yes. be last-minute record, last-minute editing, last-minute yes. processing. So hopefully all those things pan out just right. Yeah, we did. We did. We we worked hard this weekend. We did really good. Um, so I'm excited um, what kind of progress we can focus on actually bringing more people on, creating more ideas, even freaking whenever we decide to do a short film. We still got to do that. So if we're going to do a short film, what topic would you be interested in I doing? I honestly still haven't got a... I mean, we talked about it. We have a script about abortion. Um, I don't know if we want to go down that world, but I haven't been really inspired about anything mm-hmm. like that mental health one we did yeah. um, last year. So I don't know. Yeah. You have any thoughts yet? I have zero. Like, me, yeah, me like neither. None at all. Yeah, it's either. I feel like it's either like a story 
or is is some kind of main topic. But I haven't been inspired to really like, man, let's let's make a movie on this. Um, we'll get there though. Yes, guys, and hey. If you guys have an idea for a short film you would like Chris and I to produce, we have a goal of making at least one short film a year. Last year, we made one on mental health. It was really good. impacted a lot of lives. Yep. We want to make something else this year. I have a few ideas, but I have no inspiration. So <laughs> in the comments below, you have some film ideas you'd like us to create. Go ahead and share those things. Exactly. Love it. So this Past couple days, I've gotten back into my reading flow. Congratulations. Because I realized that it helps stimulate my mind in regards to ideas. And it's just something that's really helpful for me that I, at times, unfortunately, neglect. Yeah. And, and I am reading a book by one of my favorite people in the world whose agents, representatives, and all of the above give me the runaround. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 12 Rules for Life. By the one and the only Jordan Peterson. Mm. And it was a really, really great book. And one of the reasons why it was such a great book is because Jordan Peterson realized that in a postmodern world where we are kind of anti rules, anti structure, anti man, anti God, what ends up happening is people suffer because rules aren't just limitations to restrict. But rules are also are barriers to protect, mm-hmm. right? And you think about it like a um, a bunch of kids on a cliff, right? The guardrails aren't there to limit their fun, but to maximize it. Because if they were no guardrails, they just run around, jump off the cliff, and unfortunately perish. So Jordan Peterson in the book writes out twelve rules that he really believes lives by by these that he's gained from all these years of living, super intelligent man, a great blessing. And I was like, yo, I feel like this would be really good for our audience, which is why I've been trying to get them on the show. (laughs) But that's neither here nor there. But what I thought would be really fun is, what if we could come up with rules ourselves? To be able to help a lot of the young men, and obviously the women who listen as well, who are struggling in life to find purpose, to find stability, to find some type of guidance. And obviously 12 is going to be a lot on the spot. (laughs) So I thought about six. Mm -hmm. You know, what would be six rules that that has really benefited our lives today that I think if you and I can share with the audience... I really believe will help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And instead of coming up with six individually, I just said, hey, let's split them up. You take three, I take three. And yeah, man, I just feel like it's just something so many people's lives are out of order. Mm-hmm. My, at times, included. And I really feel as though, man, this episode is going to help a ton of people, especially people who are lost and confused in a haze. So, three things that you live by mm-hmm. that has really impacted your life at the current state. Obviously, when you get older, they're going to change. Yeah. And let's go one by one, and you can go ahead with the first one. If you need a minute to think about it, I know you don't like open any questions. <laughs> <laughs> but take a little bit of a minute to think about it, and we'll just go one by one, and we'll just kind of like bat around and... See what happens. I'm curious to see what your first one is. Well, my first one is? Yeah. My first one is... <laughs> Life is a marathon, not a sprint. And what do you mean by that? So, life is a marathon, not a sprint. <sighs> I guess let's get personal. When I was a kid... I felt as if I gotta break this down. I felt as if when I was younger, a lot of things I wanted I couldn't get. Um, in regards to like playing varsity football, in regards to you know the pretty girl in school, you know, there, there's a lot of things I just couldn't get. 
certain video games. There's just things that were that limited me. And when I was younger, I used to be so upset because, dang, I, I didn't get this. I didn't get that. I didn't get this. You know, and it frustrated me. And sometimes I looked at where I was in life, you know, freaking at one point I was third string junior varsity cornerback. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I looked at a lot of places where I was in life and I was like, dang, man, I am really, 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 really behind. And I used to always beat myself up and be so mad. And then I look at certain people, like I would always go on Rivals.com, look at the top 100 players and see like Julio Jones and AJ Green and all types of people, you know, and I was like, dang, like I'm not there, you know, and I was always beating myself up. And as I got older, that continued. And then I finally started realizing that life gets better. And so many times we are short-sighted and we beat ourselves up because of where we're at in a small area of our lives. And I think that's the biggest thing with young adults do wrong, especially myself included, is that you look at yourself at 20, 18, 28, 33, and you're like, oh my gosh, I suck. I'm not where I need to be. Look at everybody else, blah, 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 blah. But life is a marathon. You know, it's okay to not have money at 30. Create a plan and you can have money at 40. You know, it's okay to not have the dream spouse at freaking 21. You know, build yourself up, get better. You can find somebody great at 30, you know. So I started applying that to my life. It's not easy, but it's something that has helped put things in perspective because so many things happen and it's not the end of the world. Even regards to building this business is like like you talk about all the time it's a marathon like we're over there comparing ourselves to lewis and to jordan and to andrew and all of our good friends but they've been doing this for like eight nine years you know and so it's like dude you have a long way to go and i really feel like impatience is something that affects me because i'm always discontent with today and a lot of times it's just, it's not God saying no, it's God saying not right now. And that comes in a marathon. And then also when it comes to a marathon, you, um, you, you, you prepare differently. So I'm not sure, you know, did you run, did you do track in, college, in high school? Mm-hmm. So when you did track in high school and you're running the 100 meter dash, it's different training than when you're running the mile. Just totally different training. Different lifting, everything is different. So even the way you live your life, even the way you make moves is different. So certain things I look at, like, for example, the biggest thing is, like, not deciding to, when I became a Christian, saying, okay, no sexual marriage. I want to, I don't want to be a hypocrite in that area. But for a lot of people, that's horrible because you miss out on a lot of years of fornication in your 20s. <laughs> mm-hmm. But to me, it's like I was doing that to set up the sexual discipline and obedience to God, which I believe in marriage will really bless me in the future. So it's that long-term marathon thinking. I would much rather have a happy, successful 40, 50-year marriage than, you know, freaking a sexapalooza in my 20s. Sexapalooza. <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, so those are some of the things that, I've learned, and I mean, it's a struggle because you want to win at 20. You know, I want to be like Odell and Drake and do all that stuff and floss, you know. Um, but at the same time, I would much more be concerned with having a great life at at 50 than neglecting my development at 20 and suffering at 50. So life is a marathon, not a sprint. It's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. That's a good one. Um, for me, I would say um, one of my biggest principles is having the right people around you. As I look into my life, especially um, the people I connect with the most, uh, as far as um, friends since high school, college, and even now, uh, the people I spend most of my time with, that, you know, people that are positive that are there for you, that uh, inspire you, that motivate you, that care about you, 
um, that I help you. Uh, it gives you a, a, a safety net um, to really pursue your dreams and career and just make you overall happy. And so I'm looking back into uh, my high school group of friends and, and seeing um, their successes and what they've been doing and, and doing the best that they can do with their gifts and rolling with the punches and, and really seeing like, man, I, I chose the right group of guys to really spend my time with in high school because I can see where we are today. Um, seven years, Jesus Christ, seven years later. My God. Graduated, graduated high school seven years ago. That's insane. Oh my God. So yeah, I see what we are seven years later and I'm just, you know, thankful and grateful for uh, for those men and then get to college and took a while for me to find some group of guys to really uh, connect with and, and pour into. But when I found it, um, them guys was even, they were just like me or even greater than me in areas and I was just like, oh, my God, um, like, you know, it's it's cool to, you know, you know, do good, do good in the classroom and get girls, you know. So yeah. like, it was so cool uh, to really connect with um, with those guys in, in college. And I'm like, man, like, I know this guy is way smarter than me. And I know this other guy has way more sauce than me. How can I combine, you know, the smartness and the sauce to make me God. <laughs> and uh so and then even after college and, and 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 meeting you and meeting other people around, it's just like like it's the people that you literally spend your time with that you're around. Um it, it makes you want to be a better person and, and pushes you. Um so I would say if you have people that are negatively affecting you and you are not excited to be around with that's family, friends, significant other. It is your life. This is the life that you need to live. And I would say that you may need to get rid of those people to feel better about yourself, to motivate you, to inspire you, to be more determined, to live the life that you need to live and want to live. Uh, so I would say that finding the right group of people to propel you to the best you you can be. No, I love that. I love that. And so what way comes to mind that that mindset or having that rule has helped you the most? Where has it helped you the most? Uh, growing, just personally. Um, growing in character. Growing in um, maturity, responsibility. Uh, I mean, it, it, spiritually, you can name any kind of way. I, I have taken from each man that I have met in my life something that they have taught me and applied it to me or made it better or do it tried a different uh tact or a different version. So it has helped me in all areas. Um studying, um, how to take tests, I mean how I mean how to save. I mean you can name it. Uh those men in, uh have helped me in each each of those ways. So I mean I would say everything and not just one particular category. Okay. Okay. Not mad at that. That's very funny because my second rule is in a very similar vein. To that. I already knew he was going to have overlapping. And yes. my second rule is life is all about people. Yeah. Life is all about people. One thing that I've noticed is for so many people, man, they are so consumed with stuff. Getting stuff, getting money, getting a car, getting a career, getting a house, um, traveling the world. They're so consumed with stuff. And showing it off. And showing it off. Definitely the gram is real. And one of the things that really, really stood out to me as I was navigating through my life is how lonely it is when you gain the world and you have no one to share it with. And I'm not even talking about romantically. I'm just talking about brothers, sisters, mother, father, especially friends. Like, you can only go on so many vacations by yourself. You know, you can only um, have so much money by yourself. And one of the biggest things that everybody keeps on telling me is that at on your last day of life and you're laying in your bed and, you know, and you're reflecting on all the things that you've done, no one says, dang, I wish I would have made a little bit more money. Nobody says, man, I wish I would have bought that BMW instead of that 
spending. You know, no one says, man, I wish I would have, you know, traveled to Antarctica, you know, and surfed with Eskimos, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, obviously people do think about things at times, but the most, the most, what's the word I'm looking for? The thing that people think about the most, (laughs) I was looking for a big word and I couldn't find it. The thing that people think about the most is, man, I wish I would have spent time with so-and-so. I wish I would have, you know, enjoyed so-and-so. And when you're, I got another point I want to bring up. When you're, when you're young, you don't see it until, unfortunately, somebody passes away. I know you talked about, you know, you ain't gotta share it, but you talked about one of your close friends who passed away at a young young age. And I guarantee you, if God told you, you know, I know you don't like my extreme examples, but if God told you, you know, hey, I believe I'll give you ten million dollars, you know, tomorrow, or I'll give you another week to spend with your friend, that's not even a question. And so I've I've realized that, man, people are so important, people are so val- valuable. But unfortunately, a lot of times in life, we throw away people for stuff. So many people, even when it comes to business, it's like you'll screw your friends over to make an extra buck, but lose your friend. And then what's the extra buck going to do? And to me, I, you know, a lot of times I'm doing things and it's fun to do them, like watching movies, going out to eat by yourself. You know, things are fun, but then shared experiences are really important. And so, yeah, to me, life is all about people, man. And, like, cherish people, find people, connect with people. Are there bad people in this world? Yes, there are some really, really bad, wicked, evil, horrendous people in this world. And I'm never neglecting that and never denying that reality. Unfortunately, that is a truth. But for every evil, malicious, demon-possessed individual who walks this planet, there is an amazing, loving, supportive person that's out there as well. And the blessing of life is finding those people. You know, I think of my life as a TV show. And I have like five seasons currently. I'm on season five. So tell me season six. <laughs> I'm on season five. Ta- about to run into the finale. Ta- but uh, dang, finale. Of season, you said you're about to go into season six? Ta- Every season has a finale, Alfie. Uh, so what are you talking about? It's been a finale of my life. Ta- but so season one was high school. Season two was Wingate University, my first college. Wingate Winged? Wingate. Oh, I thought you said Wingate University. Yeah. I was like, okay. S- season three was Troy University, Shout my second Troy. college. Um, season four, well, actually, there was like a, a filler season, kind of like the Garlic Junior Saga and Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. And that was um, uh, Golden City, Missouri, Kids Across America. Season four was Emory season. Tennis game in season seven. Season five <laughs> was Dallas. Shout out, Dallas. Season six was Houston. Hey. And our season seven is The Roommates. Hey, you know? we so, in this thing. So, but it's interesting in each of those seasons, like, there's new characters, you hey. know, who are equally important to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who, like, have blessed me so much. Like, everyone knows my season one friend, John Mark. Shout out, John Mark. Everyone knows John Mark. John Mark's been there from season one, <laughs> who I love and I care about, and he's so impactful and so amazing, you know? But then people also know, you know, my season um, two friend, when you guys met Derek, yeah. who came to the I Love Me Summit, you know? Shout, shout out, Derek. out Derek Jackson, you know? And different Derek Jackson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have the same name. Different Derek Jackson, yeah. You know? And then you guys have heard of my season three friend, Zach Richardson, who yes. I... Talk about on the podcast and good and bad things at times, <laughs> you know. But then, like, you have my season six friend with you, you oh, know. Thank you, thank and then my season, you know, five friend with Princeton. Oh and, man, you know. That's so a, there's all these people who I just like. They've I love all of them equally, and in each year I gain them. And then in season seven we have Stephans. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But think about all those amazing people and how much a blessing they are in life, and how much a more amazing people there is to me. Yeah. You know, so that no new friends mentality is foolish. It's ridiculous, though. Because there's so many amazing, dope, it's awesome so pieces of people. So yeah, so man, I I cherish every last person. People give me life. You know, I, I just want to be with them and care for them, the ones I care about. And uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being honest. 
<laughs> and so, yeah, man, life is all about people. Never forget that, guys. Never forget that, man. Don't don't ever sacrifice a career for, for people. I mean, people for a career. There you go. Don't ever <laughs> sacrifice uh, people for money. Don't ever sacrifice people for fame. Like, don't do it, man. Because at the end of the day, all that matters are the people that are around you and how much they love you and how you love them because that's what's really going to bring joy to your heart, in my personal opinion. But who am I? But just a mere man. <laughs> just a mere man. Nah, man, that was that's definitely good. People are, are very, very, very important to life. Um, definitely, definitely, you got to surround yourself with the right people. And then I think my uh, next one would be to focus on growth slash becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as just, man... Never settling, never just being content where I'm at and always maturing, always challenging myself. Uh, because I mean, even like full disclosure, like I was I am a, a safe person. Mm-hmm. So I do things safely. So I do things correctly. So I go to school on time. Mm-hmm. Show up in class, do what I need to do, work, go to college, graduated. Got a job. I was cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to keep my job, yada, 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 because it's safe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It wasn't a challenge. It wasn't hard. Mm-hmm. Just do what I got to do. And then the podcast came up, and when we decided to take it seriously in November, of um, right after we did that recording, it was a huge risk. Because mm-hmm. it, it was money, because I knew it was just the two of us. Uh, I knew it was going to be a lot of time. Just the two of us. Yeah. And I know how you are. So I know the extreme mechanism yeah. was coming. Yeah. Um. Uh. I know the conversation daily was coming. Uh. And it just took a lot of risk for me to do, and just from what I have seen happen, um, since we made that transition, uh, it just it just never really think about it, you know, but the the fact that we grew not only together as friends, but just in this business and we can literally track back how far we came. And it's just like, I don't want people to miss out on the experience just for being comfortable, mm-hmm. you know, just for being content. And that's just, it. that's just a little bit of business and personally, but mainly, uh, especially character wise, I feel like you got to continue to get better and better and, and self-reflect and see how you can make each situation relationships better because, you know, the life that, you know, the life that we live now, the people that we met, you know, all that stuff could not have happened if I would just been cool, just being comfortable and just being steady, climbing in life rather than taking risks, uh, being frustrated, upset and and always just trying to figure this thing out. But, you know, I wouldn't if I look back on, I would never, you know, change anything. So I just want people to have that same experience um, and that same life as well is just focus on growth in all areas of your life um continuously uh because it 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 will take you on a wild ride but you can literally be so grateful for how far you can come mm. that's awesome and before we move forward let's go ahead and shout out our sponsors over at Wix guys if you have not created your website i do not know what you're waiting for because Wix is absolutely sensational so the roommates is brought to you guys by Wix Wix is a web site creation platform with thousands of amazing templates where you can customize anything with no coding skills required. You can build, design, and create a great website to attract new customers, promote your brand, or simply to share your creative skills. Like I've said, guys, in all the episodes, (laughs) if you have not created a website and you are a podcaster, you are a creator, you are a creative, you are a photographer, you are a model, you are an inspiring actress, you are creating a business, or you are a brand. I don't know what you're waiting for. When someone wants to work with you and they go on google.com, they type in your name and they look for your website. If they do not see your website, they will not take you seriously. So guys, stop wasting time. Stop being cheap because cheap doesn't lead to success. You got to spend money to what? Make money. Amen. So, 
Join the millions of people who have already created a website on Wix today, including ourselves, and get a special offer just for the roommate's family, guys. Go ahead, and when you are on Wix.com during checkout, use the offer code roommates to get 10% off. Yes, that is 10% off. Your next website, go to Wix.com, use the offer code roommates. The link, as always, is in the description below. To get your 10% off, do not neglect this. And as usual, you create a website, send me and Chris a screenshot, send us the link, and we will be shouting you guys out. So guys, 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 do not neglect your website creation. I love it. I love it. So your second rule was what again? Focus on growth. Focus on growth. And though it's very funny... Jordan Peterson's rule was very similar to that. And when you mean focus on growth, are you also talking about um, how a good, great question? How do you, <laughs> how you going to tell yourself great question? No, I thought about something else. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know how I am. How do you balance that with being content with where you are today? How do you balance it? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. That is a good question, Hafiz. Yeah. yeah. You like that? You like that? I think you have to... Being content to me is you have to ex- understand where you are today because you know where you're going. So you have to, like you said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You have to be patient. You have to really live in the moment to set yourself up for the future. Now... Being content if it doesn't mean that you can be stagnant, doesn't mean that you can be lazy, doesn't mean that hard work is not required and necessary. Um, so you have to put all that stuff in to focus, to grow. So you have to put the work in. So being content is like, man, I'm content with my work ethic. Work ethic. I'm content with my discipline, with my consistency, with the people I'm surrounded by, with the content I'm consuming, the product I am placing out. I'm content because I know I'm doing what's required to get to where I want to be. And focus on growth is you require new skills, new people, new areas to learn, to put into your business, to put into your character, to put into your family, so you continue being content and focused and grow. That's awesome. Okay. That's awesome. Yay. No, that's good. That is very good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If you you won't be discontent if you don't do nothing. If you yeah. don't put no work in, you will feel like you would always have that feeling like I could do more because you probably could. Yeah, you know. And then, but also you have to. I know how he says extreme ass. He do all, everything he needs to do and still feel discontent. Mm. Why, Hafiz? Why do I feel discontent? Because I think, in complete honesty, I feel like I have different goals than people have for me. Yeah, that's how I feel. I feel like. The way I want to live my life is not the way people think I should live my life. I think, you know, why am I discontent? You know, you, myself, not myself, because I obviously have different standards. You know, my parents, friends, all that stuff. Like, I don't feel as though people may understand what I'm trying to do in life, and it's okay, because I don't tell people, you know? And so... They think I'm just too hard on myself, but if they understand what I'm trying to do, they wouldn't think I'm as hard, even though I kind of am. <laughs> but they would they will have compassion for me for being so hard on myself. Well, I think I well, I think I do have compassion. But I as a friend, as a son, as a brother, people are going to be like Hafiz. You you literally like Putting your, I know what you want to do. We all support you. But when it's mentally, physically declining you and draining you, that's where we're going to step in and say something. It's not because we are trying to limit you and we don't want to see you like... Uh, you don't want me to have a bigger pool than Kanye. Okay. <laughs> all right, Kanye on pills right now because he's so stressed and all that whatnot stuff. So, I mean, it's it's a to me, it's a it's like, yeah, Hafiz, I, I completely support you. But I also don't want you to just lay in bed all night and just sit here and just like freak because you don't have it yet. Like I'm, I, I'm just personally no, not no, going to agree no. with that. I will always mm-hmm. not agree with that. Just because you don't yeah. have it yet, <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Huh? So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I understand that. Like, it's not that I don't have compassion. I'm just you're not. There's nothing in this world you can tell me how big your dream is and how you want to impact and all this stuff, and you just sitting here 
and it's just being very unhealthy. I would never agree with it. I don't care what dreams you got. It's just not going to happen to me. I'm sorry. I care about you too much. And I know your family and your friends going to do that too. And crazy thing is, if it was flipped and flopped the other way, you would say the same thing. You would say the same thing. Depends. Depends on depends on the dream. Okay, so I want to just change the world and do all these things. And, and if you if, if you felt that way, then I would understand why you'd be upset. And then I and you will understand why I'd be upset. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't think so. But I can understand understand how to be upset, but doing unhealthy things. You agree with too? I understand unhealthy things. All right, so I I think so. You don't you don't think I understand why you upset? Hmm. You just you said <laughs> that. You, said you, do, you do think that. Uh, you do think that. I understand why you're upset. I don't understand that you let your upsetnessness do things like in a negative way. Okay. That's why I don't agree with I, I I'm upset half the time too. Yeah, I'm upset. Sure. 50,000 on my head is, okay, last rule, last but not least. My last rule is kind of long, but I couldn't find a way to summarize it. But this is basically what it is. um, Life is won not by the one who takes the least punches, but by the one who's knocked to the ground but keeps on getting back up. Who hurt you, Hafiz? Who's knocking you to the ground? (laughs) Is it me again? (laughs) Who's knocking you to the ground? (laughs) So um, something that I've noticed when... I was younger when I had a lot of naivete, so to speak, because of the Eden Garden of Eden in which I was raised in. I I didn't understand like the concept of consistent difficulty, you know? And I always wrestled with the idea of man why is something so bad and so difficult and a lot of times I equated it to oh that's not good it's it's bad it's difficult it's you know it's challenging it's not good but then I realized that almost everything in life that you want to do is going to be challenging difficult and is going to really really affect you and then when I started looking at life and I started asking the question, why are certain people hyper successful and certain people aren't? Why are certain people have great marriages and why certain people don't? Why are certain people miserable? Why are certain people happy? And there's a myriad of variables that I'm never going to be arrogant enough to just condense it down to one. But one thing that I consistently saw was life punches everybody in the mouth. Everybody. You can argue how hard your punch is, but it, it punches everybody in the mouth and it knocks you down. So some people are punched by John Jones. Some people are punched by Floyd Mayweather. You know, some people are punched by John Cena. You know, life is going to give you punches. It's going to knock you down. But then some people stay down. Some people, when they get hit, they stay down. And then some people get back up. My three favorite characters that come to my mind is Rocky Balboa, mm-hmm. Naruto Uzumaki, and Yusuke Urameshi. <laughs> Those three people are individuals who embody that because, well, Yusuke is probably the strongest of all three of them, but Naruto and Rocky are not known for their brute strength or their giftedness or their skillfulness. What they're known for is that no matter how many times they get knocked down, they do not give up. And I've seen that principle in so many things. So, for example, let's say financial management or wealth building. I've read so many books of highly successful people who talk about, as Andrew Schultz brings up, that last $50 in their bank account and getting to that point where they had no money. Mark Lamont Hill, you know, the commentator on CNN and the guy who does it, he used to do a show on VH1, talked about he was literally sleeping 
in Atlanta martyr stations for a couple of weeks, if not months in his life. A lot of people have that story where they hit rock bottom. But the challenge, but the but the beauty of their story is that they did not give up. That when that happened, they bounced back up. And sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you barely beat the 10 count. You know what I mean? Sometimes you barely make it. But the thing is that you do not give up. You continue to press forward. And I've, in my own shape, in my own way, I've taken a lot of proverbial punches. And it may not be big to some people. But like I said, each person's punch is unique. And I'm telling you, I, I want to just sit down. <laughs> you know, I just want to lay down. You see, I, I mope at times. You know, I just want to just lay down. I'm like, oh, no more, no mas. I'm tired. It's just tired of being rejected. I'm tired of people saying no. I'm tired of girls ignoring me. I'm like, I just get tired of it. I'm like, yo, you know, throwing the white flag, I'm done, you know? And um, and then just this voice, this Naruto. You know, there's a voice, Yusuke, there's a voice, Rocky, who just says, man, get back up, man. One more, one more. Just, just give me one more. Shout out to Hacksaw Ridge. It's a fantastic movie. Have you seen it before? Who? Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, is that like that soldier that went and got? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Uh, part of it. Uh, so, yeah, man, it went hard, bro. One more. One more. I got to get like 70 people. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, man, I just, I, I want to let people know that because I feel like, People, especially people who are brought up in privilege or in great environments or, you know, very religious families, and I use religion, religious in a positive connotation, they don't understand fully how painful life can get. And I really want to encourage these individuals that when life gets hard, it's hard for all of us. Life punches all of us. And that's going back to my... Second rule, which is why it's so important for people. Because a lot of times, you know, when life knocks us down, bro, we stay down. We don't want to get back up. And it's up to our friends in our corner to motivate us. And sometimes, you know, the dope part about the fight in life is that you can add tag people in, you know what I mean? And you can bring them in the ring and they can literally lift you up and tell you, hey, yo, Another round. And so, so yeah, man, I, I, I want to encourage people, yo, man, it's, the victory is not won by the one who takes the least amount of punches. But victory is literally won by the person who's knocked down but gets back up. So that's just something, man, in your romantic life, there's so many, you know, women and men out there who had terrible heartbreaks, women who've been husbands left them and abandoned them with their three children, you know, men who women cheated on them with their best friends, you know, so many terrible stories of domestic violence, abuse, rape, all kinds of horrendous things where people are just sick and tired of love and romance and dating and they're just so burnt out because of the bad things that have happened. And going back to that rule, man, when bad things happen, it's unfortunate and pray and to heal. But don't give up. Don't assume that identity. Get back up in time. Get back up. Because the same way life knocks you down, you can hit life back. And you can get exactly what you want in life by fighting for what you want. And it doesn't come easy. But the one way to not win the fight is to stay down when you've been knocked down. Amen, brother. No, you all right? Uh, you talking to yourself or you dang. talking to somebody else? I'm talking to myself, bro. Yeah, dang, because I know how you remember everything. It'd be stored up in here. I, I get it, dog. I get it. Um, now, that's, that's real good for sure. I think that ties into exactly what I've seen you embodied. Um, because, uh, yeah, like you said, no matter um, how hard the punch, it, it, it hurts. You know, some people have a different uh, high... Higher pain tolerance, you know. And like when you get drafted by a girl, it hurts. Yeah. Me, I'm like, <laughs> won't be the last one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, uh, I, I mean, I get it. So I definitely, uh, definitely agree with that. I think my last point is um, um, people having high, people having healthy expectations of this world. Mm. 
And uh, because I feel like there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they get fed this dream. You know, the American dream, you can do it. You you deserve all the businesses, the man and, or woman of your dreams, multiple streams, income, all this stuff, yada, yada, yada. And when they look at their reality, it's like they're sad. Mm. They're depressed. Mm. Um, they're frustrated. They're angry. And and it's, it's it could be a whole nother number of reasons why that stuff, and it could be not like a work in the world, yada, yada, yada. But I feel like people... Um, need to be honest with themselves a lot of times, you know, honest with where they're at spiritually, honest where they're at uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, um, and and really just step back and self reflect and be aware of what do I expect from this person, what do I expect from this job, what do I expect from you know this this career, what do I expect from um this like whatever situation, um, so you can really learn how to move. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you have too high expectations, reality just is is just so low. It can be so harmful for people. But if you have a healthy expectations and the reality is greater than what you thought, it's a lot of joy, happiness, and fulfilling, and all those things. So, I just feel like, man, I just want people to to really understand. And I'm not trying to like be negative. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to say like don't follow your dreams or don't shoot for the moon. Not at all. I, I'm trying to say is when when them punches come, because they are coming, mm-hmm. that you I'm making sure that you get up. Yeah, I'm making sure that you prepared that you can at least try to block it. Yeah, that you can learn how to move from it. That you that you can you know step aside from it. And it's like oh I expected I saw this move coming. Mm-hmm. You know I I seen this I seen this this punch before. Mm-hmm. You know now I know how to dodge and now I know how to avoid it. So that's what I mean by you know having healthy expectations. That's great. No, that's that's really good. That's really good. And so, how how do you apply that every day? Oh no, I mean it, it's it's. I mean, you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I apply it. Um, especially in I think. Oh, I apply it everywhere, bro. Honestly, mm-hmm. well, I, I apply it to um, like even the podcast we recorded yesterday. I honestly, I I. But see, I'm different. I yeah. have to. You have to learn yourself. I expect the worst all the time. Yeah. So I expect that person to come in guns are blazing, firing us up. Yeah. You know, in a battle and a war, I was mentally prepared for that. Yeah. Um. But also, when when it wasn't like that, it's like okay, now I know how to move mm-hmm. because like I was geared up for everything. Yeah. And while I was prepared for what we talked about, um, as well. So you really have to learn, um, exactly what you need to be prepared for. Mm-hmm. You know. I say I'll tell you one thing that did catch me off guard that I wasn't prepared for when um when I started my career in financial planning, I was prepared for the the business not the business side of it, but the mathematics side of it. Like I knew all the formulas, I knew what I needed to do, I knew all the basic stuff, but I didn't know the business side. Mm-hmm. I didn't know the selling part, I didn't know the client retention part, mm-hmm. I didn't know the uh the the networking part, all that stuff caught me all off guard. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, if I would have known this, I probably wouldn't apply for this position. I probably just stay behind the scenes mm-hmm. and just focus on, you know, what to do behind the scenes and help these advisors uh, with their clients and just be behind the scenes mm-hmm. rather than go hunting, yeah. you know, because I don't like calling people. Yeah. You know, I don't like, you know, like, hey, yeah, shoot, you said you was going to do this three weeks ago. You act like you dead now. What's going on? Yeah. You know, and it was consistently, it just took a toll on me and took mm-hmm. the joy out of me. Uh, so that was a way that I feel like I I I just didn't do enough research into that particular business and career, mm-hmm. and kind of punched me, mm-hmm. and I fell down. And I was like, "Holy crap!" Now I'm stumbling to get back up. Yeah. Uh, so that's it's those are two positive ways that a two a positive way and a negative way of how to have healthy expectations. That's good. That's good. No, I like that. I like that. Um, so your three rules are my three rules are the first one was um. Uh, Surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Second one was uh, focus on growth. Third one was having high, uh, healthy expectations. Awesome. And my three rules were um, life is a marathon, not a sprint. Yep. Life is all about people. Yep. And the victory is won not by the person who takes the least punches, but by the person who gets knocked down but keeps on getting back up. And so, man, I really hope that these 
things have helped a lot of people today. I hope that it has begun to inspire them to create rules for their own life. Yeah, I think they should share their three three rules. Yeah. Honestly, I, I in think In the comments I below. Know. In the comments I below. I really want to know. Um, because like I said, this was something that we decided to do, you know, spontaneously. Yeah. I, I do think that we could we uh definitely could add five more yeah. and easily and it'd been just as good. So I definitely want to hear people's three. Yeah. And and the purpose of these things is, like I said, you need to have the parameters, right? You need to have your boundaries. You need to have direction in life. And when you're directionless, that's really when the chaos happens. Yeah. That's when you're angry and you're bitter bitter and resentful and you become nihilistic. And you nihilistic. say F the world and you you know, you say F all men and F all women. Like you yeah, yeah, yeah. all these negative things happen when you don't prepare yourself for the longevity of life. And so we really hope that these rules have provided some type of stability and some type of support system for individuals who are out there struggling because I know there's a lot of young men who are out there struggling. I've always said that I believe my personal belief is boys are like stallions, wild stallions that need to be not controlled, but they need, they need to have all that power reined in. You know, because if not, you're just going to be freaking wandering the wilderness wild without no direction, just banging out all the wild female horses. Banging? That's what the stallions do. <laughs> you know, you're just, you're just living careless, just carefree. And just bang, banging. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, I had a song, but that was not an appropriate song. And, but the beauty about a racehorse, you know, let's not get into the ethics about it. But the beauty about the racehorse is that <laughs> the ethics is that the purpose, you know, the focus, the drive makes it so great, you know. And you can take a wild stallion and make it this amazing horse. So I really feel like a lot of men they need that. They need that focus. They need what's the thing that the horses have on the sides. The blinders things, I, sure, blinder things. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the technical term. Too, yeah, you know, you need those things to help you focus straight. You know, you need a direct path. You know, you need a destination. So I really, really want to encourage all the guys. If you don't want to adopt some of the rules that Chris and I have created, please, please make yours, especially for your family. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. very important that you, like your family, you guys have principles, you know, things that you guys live by that you instill in your children. So they're not just lost and confused and just drifting mindlessly through the world. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, and I think right along with principles, and I think it's a good question to have just any kind of dialogue with your friends, significant other, whatever. Um, just especially if you want to have that conversation, they're going, uh, if they don't know where to go, if they're having some questions about their life, definitely ask them where our principles they're living by. And I think values as well. Yeah. Like the values of our show and the values of people's love, I think that should run right along with your principles. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely, definitely figure out what your principles are, what your values are, and live by them completely. Amen. So guys, remember, as always, in the comments below, write down what are your rules for life. You can use three, you can use six, whatever you're comfortable with. And continue to connect with one another. Share this message, guys. Please, ladies, if there's a young man that you know who might need a little bit of a nudge to go in the right direction, share this episode with them. Fellas, if you got some friends, man, share this episode with them as well. We got to continue to help support, uplift one another. Remember, this Thursday, we're on Patreon. If you haven't signed up already, please, please sign up. Support us. We really appreciate it. My name is Afif. First to start the show, baby. And we got a roommate to like, comment, subscribe. Reviews on iTunes are always appreciated. And adios. Brrr.